0: Hi, I'm Stu Baca, and I'm a Gen X Grown-Up, and I support Gen X Grown-Up on Patreon, and you should too, at Patreon.com slash Gen X
1: Welcome back Gen X Grown Up Podcast listener to episode 47 of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. I am John. Joining me as always is George. Hey, how's it going, guys? And Mo. Hey, everybody. In this episode, we're going to take a look at a couple of killer second seasons of TV shows we've been following. (laughs) We're going to check out Google's entry into the smart speaker market and an addictive phone game to suck up your spare time. Oh, another one? (laughs) You bet. Yeah. (laughs) Before we get into that, though, it's time for a fourth listener email, and it's It's none other than Chad writing in again. Hey Chad. Hey Chad. Woohoo. Chad had just a couple of quick points and he said, Hi guys, it's Chad again. Are you guys sick of hearing from me yet? Nah. Not at all. Never. No, not yet, no. Nope, not yet. Give us time. Maybe soon. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> just a quick note this time though. I just finished watching a documentary on Amazon Prime Video called Nintendo Quest. It's about a guy that tries to collect all 670 plus NES games. He only has 30 days and isn't allowed to use the internet at all.
2: What? Yeah. That's not even possible. <laughs> How the hell are you going to collect... Over 670 games without the internet. I think I watched a little bit of this at one point, and it's really interesting. Like he
1: has to go around to like little mom and pop stores. He does not permit himself to just eBay it all away, which would be cheater
2: bait, right? So, right. So, yeah, mom and pop stores and conventions, I guess maybe would be another way to get some. And driving like all around the country in 30 days. Yeah, what? exactly.
1: Yeah, Jesus. word of mouth and talking to people. I watched a little bit of it. He
0: got paid to do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope somebody paid him for this documentary. I guess he made his money back on the documentary because uh, it's, that's not cheap, whatever it was that he was doing. No, that's for sure. <laughs> Chad says it was a fun 90 minutes. If you haven't seen it, I'd recommend it. So, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I might yeah, go back and check at it at out. It. I started it and I never finished it. So I don't know if he achieved it or not. But, you know, sometimes it's about the journey, not the destination.
0: No, it's destination. It's <laughs> so the destination.
1: His second point was he said, I meant to send this clip in a few weeks ago, but I got sidetracked. There was an episode where one or multiple of you guys kept saying vestibular. <laughs> there was? It was the uh, Showbiz uh, Pizza Arcades episode oh. where we talked about the uh, the arcade okay. games of being the vestibule. Oh. Well, we, were t- you, we were talking about the vestibule. Yeah. 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 I don't vestibule. know. Vestibule. I just vestibule. pull words out of my ass sometimes. Anyway, I have no well, idea what they yeah, mean. Yeah, that's why they're filthy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Chad says, all I could think of was the uh, blackout episode from Friends when Chandler got trapped in the ATM vestibule with Jill Goodacre.
2: Hello. Hey, it's me. It's Chandler. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm trapped in an ATM <laughs> With Jill Gurdivir.
0: What?
1: Put Joey on the phone. <laughs>
0: What's up, man? I'm trapped in fuck? an ATM I know this one. With Jill right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god he's trapped in an atm vestibule with chill Goodacre. <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah, had was a blackout and he was trapped in there with this girl that i guess they'd all the crush on her at one point they yeah. knew every time we said vestibule it reminded chad of that clip from friends yeah so vestibule it is fair enough okay <laughs> vestibule. vestibule let's just say it four more times each i think it's appropriate
2: no i think i'm good <laughs> we're done
1: <laughs> Chad, thank you for writing in. We sure appreciate every time the fourth listener takes a chance to write in. But now it's time to get into the show right after this. Seven up. Seven up.
2: Seven up. The Uncola. Seven
1: up. This is your Uncola Underground with a tip on how you can make big money in your spare time. How? simply by returning 7-Up money-back bottles for real money. That's right. Your local grocer will give you cold, hard cash for any money-back bottles of the Encola you bring back. Taking it off, as we always do, talking about what's new in media. Could be uh, movies or TV shows or music or whatever it may be. And uh, let's get the ball rolling with George. You have an update on a uh, show that you talked about the new season kicking off maybe two or three episodes ago.
2: Oh, yeah. Barry, season two. It actually started. Oh, yeah. So there's your update. Good stuff. And now that's off of my
0: looking back, <laughs> looking forward to I'm done, <laughs> next topic. You got to say a little more than that, I think.
1: Right. we well, are not just taking it off it. the box. <laughs> well, at the time, you had, you had watched the first couple episodes. I was waiting. I hadn't watched any of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said at least watch the first episode, which I did. And you're did you? right. Okay, they got the ball rolling in in high fashion.
2: Yeah, it's it's a good solid season. I think they definitely have earned themselves a season three after watching season two. I just hope they keep going on. One thing that I like too is I'm getting to see some of the behind the scenes stuff where Bill Hader and the other guy who co-writes the series with him, the co-showrunner, and they Mm -hmm. talk about why they're doing certain things and what the character's motivations are. And like, sometimes it's just like, yeah, I just saw this guy and he was going crazy at this mall. And so that became a new episode and that was this episode. So So you're
1: getting like special feature stuff,
2: the making of? Yeah. Really? It's kind of like at the end, I'm seeing that on that in Game of Thrones this season. So I guess it's a thing that HBO must be doing where after the episode is complete, then they give a little... Behind the scenes, you know, here's what was cool about this episode, or here's what's oh, coming up in the next episode. That I'm kind gonna of have thing. to stop clicking eject every time I'm. <laughs> those credits start right. rolling. In. I'm missing that stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I noticed it because at the end of one of the episodes, I'm like, "There's five minutes worth of credits. That can't be right." And so I skipped ahead 30 seconds, and boom, there's some extra content. So I was like, "Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, nice. and good on Bill Hader." And
1: he, he, Bill Hader is one of the grown-up kids in the new It, the part yeah, two of It that's coming to the sold. theaters. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess somebody saw him and uh, said, oh, he's not just a comedian. We saw him in Barry. Maybe he could play in a horror movie, too. So right. he's getting
2: his due now. I'm good on Bill Hader. He's been great in that role. Yeah, absolutely. He's a large creative force behind some of this stuff. So oh, really? I guess That's people cool. are respecting him a little bit because they're saying, oh, he's not just the guy in front of the camera who can act goofy. He's also the guy behind the camera yeah. who can do the show running stuff and production and writing and everything. So, you know, I'm glad that Barry seems to be, I guess, his vehicle of choice for his creative outlet because he's doing
0: a bang up job of it. Yeah. So John, so you haven't watched much of the season 2 yet? No, just the first episode. All right. So um, this is not a spoiler, but Okay. George, the episode with the little girl. The episode with the little girl. Yeah. Okay. Most bizarre episode ever? Ooh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay.
2: Especially the little when she's up on the house gargoyle stamp style.
0: <laughs> huh? yeah. yeah. I know. That's, that's was, that's so John's not going to understand any of this no, until, like, no. until it comes around. <laughs> but say, John, when you see this one, you're going to say, holy crap, this is a weird episode, but it's really good, but it's just really, really
2: strange. John, when you get to that episode, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. So, John,
0: let's get, include you again. What have you Yay. been watching?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, not watching, listening. I picked up on a new podcast that I think Uh-oh. both of you would enjoy. I know you both have slightly varied taste in what you enjoy in podcasts. Sure. And I forget how I even came across this one. I, I'm sure it popped up as a promo and something I listened to. Uh, but for the Georges out there, this is a fictional podcast.
2: Woohoo! yay! For the
1: Moes out there, this is great writing and high production quality. Okay, cool, cool. This is a series called Blackout starring Rami Malek. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's this small town New Hampshire kind of radio deal. DJ, there's this blackout all through town. And so essentially, it's kind of pseudo-apocalyptic, so no power, and everyone's kind of dealing with it in this tiny town. Is it like a big mystery as to why the power is out? It totally is. This Air Force jet crashes into the side of a mountain, and a bunch of kids are out camping, and they find the pilot who's just unconscious, and they try to drag him. And they're following like three different groups of people. But for whatever reason, they're still able to broadcast the radio station because they have this generator, and it's really kind of narrated, if you will, by the main character, who Remy Malek, who is the DJ at the station. And there's intrigue and there's government espionage and could be supernatural stuff going on. All the cool stuff you want.
2: Are they able to use the radio station as a form of communication? Is that part of the shtick of the story? Or is the radio station down too because of the power? It is working, but it's a little tiny radio station. And so it also, only projects out
1: across the town. They can't get right. out of their town with it, but they're able to kind of, he can communicate out and he can get uh, kind of walkie-talkie messages in and they're sharing data and uh, kind of who has water and when's the town meeting and that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I'm about halfway through it. I think it's maybe eight or 10 episodes or so. And I think it's all done now. So you can consume it. You can rush through it. Actually, it's uh, yep, it's eight episodes. Eight episodes. All right, yep. Moa's already subscribed. He's, in. Yeah, he's <laughs> in. You better believe it. Yeah, it's,
2: I'll definitely grab this one for the drive back from Orlando this weekend. That'll be awesome. Yeah, you're gonna dig it and you're gonna
1: be pissed off that it's over. I've kind of been kind of pacing myself because <laughs> I know it's gonna be done. It's one of those that it reminds me of. I don't know if you ever heard they turn a Stephen King novel called The Mist into this 3D audio thing back in the 90s. Oh, oh no, yeah. I didn't know. I mean, I, I love The yeah, Mist. You listen with
0: headphones, right?
1: It, yeah, and this is it has that kind of like if you're wearing headphones. It has that oral kind of uh, uh, like how do you say that word? Oral, a u r a l sound. (laughs) It has this sound space, vestibule. It kind of envelops you, like vestibule, (laughs) sound vestibule. It, it really envelops you and kind of brings you into it. And just the layers, you know, the crickets and the Foley work. Just I cannot recommend it highly enough if you like that kind of podcast. So all right. Blackout. That's awesome. Yep. You yeah. saw yeah. I check it subscribed
0: out. to it, so I'm there. Head done. <laughs> Taken yep. care of. All right. So that was George's. That's mine. Mo, what are you checking out? I'm checking out the new season of Killing Eve. Oh, um, yeah. John, you're the one that turned me on to this show because I did not even heard of it. And I think I wound up binge watching the entire season one. It was such a good show. It's not difficult to. Now, George, have you ever checked this show out? I haven't. No. You oh have my it. god. All You're right. in for a so, treat then. Short version for the Georges out there. Tell them what <laughs> Killing Eve was about. Mm. Sandra O oh is in it. She was in Grey's Anatomy, I believe. Right. Right. Yeah. Never Sandra oh, O, so she's been in a lot She's of an stuff, American so. that's married to someone from Britain or England. Mm-hmm. Somehow rather there's like these string of like uh, murders spread all the way across Europe. And somehow she's able to tie them all in that she thinks it's the same person.
2: She works for some kind of an investigative. M I five kind MI5, of MI5, right? But wait, so she's an American married to a British national. And right. there's a string of and murders yes. across Europe. Europe. And yep she ties him into a serial killer motif. Exactly. And oh, She's it. like one
0: of the yep. only people that believes yep. it's the same person because everyone is totally different. Like, every murder is different than the other
2: murder. <laughs> Unfortunately for her,
0: she's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. So then it becomes like this thing where it's like they show scenes from the killer, they show scenes from her, and they have this kind of like relationship sort of. This cat and mouse kind of thing. Yeah. You get to follow uh, both of okay. their tracks until like at the
1: end, they end up in the same room together at the same time. Yeah. And, like it just, you're ready for,
0: oh shit, what's going to happen. And it yeah, doesn't exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's all been building this. Let me tell you the actress they have who plays the assassin on the mm-hmm. other side, the killer. Creepy. She is on- Believably good. I mean, the, her acting is just freaking out of this world. Because she's it's what like, you would expect from a sociopath, right? It's like yeah, she exactly. turns
1: emotion on and off the drop of a hat. She's able to simulate that. Yeah, she's she kind of sells just, it very like, powerful. totally
0: shut it off when she needs to, and just yeah. do whatever she needs to do, and doesn't even care really. I mean, it's it's such a good show. So if you haven't caught it, George, you definitely would like it.
2: Yeah, I guess I'll have to. I mean, at least it's only two seasons in now, so I'm not that far behind.
0: That's right. And the first season's an easy watch. Yeah, and the, and the second season's only like four episodes in, I think.
2: I'll Okay. Yeah, I'll have
1: to find some time for that. So, second season, Mo. I have not taken a look at that yet, but you have.
0: How's it going? Oh, yeah. oh the quality is still up there. Nice. Okay. And based on how it ends, and where you just have to watch it. <laughs> I can't <laughs> even <laughs> describe it. It's just because Mo is speechless. It's so yeah. damn good. <laughs> and I don't want. To, also, I don't want to give away anything because it's just so right. good. I want you to enjoy it as much as I did. Just watch it. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. <sighs> All
1: right. So, George, you think you will give it a shot? I think you yeah. Ought to
2: I do. think I probably will. I mean, yeah, I think you I've should. I've got nothing but time on my hands, so why not? <laughs> it's, it's just time. It's what are you going to do? Time. What else are you going to do? <laughs> I'm just going to skip editing podcasts for the next couple of weeks and just watch all this stuff that I'm behind on. I find that hard to believe. Yeah. Probably.
0: to your fun for everyone. Double freshness, smoothest too, you will love it, millions do. Makes your mouth feel fresh and clean, After meals and in between.
1: Double mint adds to your fun, double mint, curing gum.
0: Once again, I have nothing new for Tech Toys. Mo, <laughs> come on. Come on now. I was at a convention all this stuff. It was just a busy couple weeks. So. Well, they have toys at the convention. Come on well, now. They, they do, but not, I mean, it's all pop vinyls. I mean, you know, how much it's can we right. talk about pop vinyls? He's vinyl? not wrong there. There were a crap ton <laughs> of pop vinyls at this convention.
2: Good yeah, lord. How much we
0: talk about that? But again, I'm hoping to live vicariously through you guys. So, John, what do you got for me? Once again, Mo, I've got you covered. Oh, thank you, sir.
1: Never to disappoint. I'm here with you <laughs> with some new tech. I want you to remember back to the third episode of this podcast back
2: in like late 2017. How the hell am I going to remember back to the third well, episode of this podcast? luckily, where- I have a clip. Listen. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> this amazing little handheld gadget that I 100% don't <laughs> Oh, need. the best kind. And I 110% want <laughs> the one. The absolute best kind. <laughs> They're doing this new retro Atari handheld. And it's uh, it's like the size of a phone. But it has a physical joystick and buttons, and it's Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Oh, stuff. really? Like fifty games preloaded on it.
2: Wait, like an Atari Twenty Six Hundred Game Boy? Yes, exactly
1: right. A color LED, and the clincher—it's wood grain. Oh, oh lord. That's it. Okay, does that refresh your memory? You remember it now? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah wood I remember grain. It now. I was oh, yeah. there because I just heard yeah, the myself wood talking. wood grain. <laughs> <laughs> So as it turns out, this thing, it was an import from Europe, as I mentioned, from the UK, and it's finally come down enough in price. So I pulled the trigger and I grabbed one and I got it in. Uh-oh. Wow. Yeah. So I did a video on the YouTube channel, and Mo, I'll ask you to put a link down in the show notes if you would, if someone wants to watch the whole video. Absolutely. But to recap, I couldn't wait to get it. So first and foremost, let's talk about how gorgeous it is. Oh, it is it is fantastic. <laughs> it, they have nailed the design of kind of inspired by the Atari 2600. It has like the uh, ribbed kind of like oh, the like surface the front, of like
0: it. The pseudo vents kind of thing. Right,
1: right. And then, of course, the wood grain is plastic, but it still Sounds it yeah. looks vaguely dirty. Nice it's ribbed grain. for his pleasure. It it, it brought me great pleasure, but not for the reason (laughs) that you might think. And then around the controller, it has like the kind of dash lines and the arrows that you would have seen on top of the CX40 joystick. Mm -hmm. And even under the buttons, there's this like rubberized pad that feels like that rubber boot. That was, I mean, everything about it in your hand and to your eye. It's just everything you'd want in an Atari 2600 handheld, man. Wow. Okay. But,
0: so that's how but it looks. oh, It
1: falls a little short when it comes to gameplay. Oh, the first one, it's, it's tough to ding it for, which is it came from Europe. So they're
0: PAL ROMs. Mm. Okay. So the screen's a little different size.
1: Yeah, it runs a little slower because Atari just can keep up and PAL games had to draw an extra hundred scan lines. I don't hold that against it, but it is different if like your eyes and ears are used to a certain speed and sound of the games because the pitch kind of changes. But that's okay. The main kind of problem I had with it was for the price that you pay. It has only 50 games and it has zero expandability. So you get the games you get. No SD card. No USB connector. Nothing. Nope nope and wow. it, it's not even rechargeable it's just batteries
0: oh Ew. okay that's that's that was a, i was a miss on their part then yeah what about really so The 50 games are like are they 50 popular games
1: oh yeah they're decent i mean they're, they're atari mainstays i mean you got your okay. garage revenge and asteroids and missile command and you know video poker all the ones you would have seen in the catalog back when you had it
0: okay so okay. A,
1: as a standalone device not bad but the fact that you might remember the very next episode, the one I played a clip from, I bought the flashback portable, which right. actually it right, satisfied had the need. SD card slot. It's, it totally did. Yeah. So this thing is gorgeous. What I'm going to do is probably take the batteries out and, and mount it under glass because it's beautiful to look at. But there are way better play, ways to play your Atari 2600 games. But uh, if you want to take a look at just how gorgeous it is and my laughable response to how gorgeous it is in the video, you can take a look and click the link down below or just head over to uh, youtube.com you GenX. Children, do not watch up. that
0: video. No, no, it's not that bad. It's,
1: I don't even mention the ribbing, so it's not so bad. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> worth checking out at least if not worth purchasing there are better options all right so george what have you been looking at even though mo has let us down again what are you taking yeah, a look well, at first of tech? all
2: mo needs to step up because i'm running out of money quick so it's <laughs> yeah, both brother mo needs to get some toys or some tech i don't care what happens but mo you got to start picking up slack a little bit man
0: i'll try i'll
2: try step right. it up mo <laughs> so fortunately this tech device didn't cost me anything well I guess technically it did, but it kind of didn't, so. <laughs> it was money that was long gone, so you yeah. didn't feel it, right? Yeah. I've been subscribing to G Drive, Google's Drive, for a while yeah. now. The nine ninety nine a month, which gets you, I think, a terabyte or two terabyte. Mm-hmm. I forget TV's how too. much space. Yes, Is two stupid amounts of storage. Like, yeah, it's crazy storage. I love Google Drive. It works well for me. It got it connected to my all my laptops and desktops and oh, yeah. phones, and we use it all the time here at Gen X Grown Up. Oddly enough, Google sent me an email about a month ago and said hey since you're a subscriber to google drive we'd like to offer you this free gift and i was like yeah bullshit yeah it sounds like a scam <laughs> Just That's what credit I was card thinking, some kind of phishing account or something <laughs> right but i clicked on the link and, against my better judgment i use somebody else's computer so that way <laughs> if there was a virus it wasn't coming to me and it actually did have a coupon for a free google home mini device Oh, so these yeah. things normally run, I think, like 35 or 50 bucks, something like that. Is it like an Alexa kind of deal? Or? It is. It's an Alexa-type device, but it's Google's version, and it uses their Google Assistant instead of Alexa or Siri for Apple people out there. But I'm going to tell you, I've got both an Alexa, one of the original gens or second gens of Alexa, the little hockey puck one, and... I've got this Google mini. Now this thing blows the Amazon Alexa one out of the water.
1: Really? <laughs> so I just have to say that anyone not listening to this with headphones right now, their Amazon device is going oh, bananas. Yeah, sure. How many times oh, you yeah. said that now? Cause we said Alexa,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? So many times. <laughs> and there, I heard somebody. It's mine. It's a great device though. It's got a great speaker system. I like the fact that with its assistant, you can say more than just one phrase to get it to wake up. You You don't have to always say, you know, "Okay, Google or hey, Google, you say several different things. And sometimes, for instance, I use it as an alarm clock in my bedroom. Now, when my alarm goes off and I wake up, I don't have to say, hey, Google this. I can just say stop and it stops.
1: Oh, so it anticipates since something's happening, you might be giving it a new command. Exactly. Oh, that's pretty cool.
2: So you can say, like, snooze, maybe? Yeah, you can say snooze if you want, different things like that. And you can have your alarm. And I'm sure Alexa has the same skill. And there you go again. Uh, but <laughs> I'm sure Amazon's device has the same skill yes, where you which can shall say, be say... <laughs> Wake up. Shall not be set an alarm with eighties pop music for oh a wow on that's like multi step command. that's pretty yeah. nice so I can do that with this Google Home Mini. I'm guessing the Amazon device does a similar thing. But the Google Assistant, if anybody watched the Google I/O conference that happened just about three weeks ago at this point, they are ramping up the Google Assistant this summer. It's getting all kinds of new additions and all kinds of cool new features, stuff with the voice recognition and translation and automatic scripting for your phone like so I can talk in English and my phone will display a German oh, right. language right, to right, right. I did all see that something stuff about in real time. that. Right. Uh, okay. They're doing the whole Google Drive now with the assistant. So the Google Home Mini, you know, it won't get all of those things obviously because you're not going to have it in your car while you're driving or you know, it doesn't have a screen but there are other Google Home devices that have screens and things like that. Not I'm sure. really happy with this device. Well, Especially for free pretty much. Yeah, and it, that was the best part. Getting it for free. Oh, you paid just, for it. Well, <laughs> I just did, don't feel it. But what I was paying for, I was using. I was already using that space on Google Drive. So yeah, yeah, fair enough, right? My $10 a month, I didn't think about that going for this device as well. Apparently, I guess you guys didn't get any emails. So I guess it must no, have been a random No, they don't love me as much thing. as they
1: love you, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I have two follow-up questions to this then, George. All right. The first one, Mo's not going to give two craps about, but we're both <laughs> Android users. Mm-hmm. Have you found Ooh, or have you noticed sorry. any kind of... Oh, just just take a (laughs) nap. Have you noticed any advantage or uh,
2: integration between that and your phone directly? like send things to your phone or is it kind of like a standalone? Okay, tell me. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, first of all, the setup compared to the Amazon device was 10 times easier. It took me like 20 seconds to set it up with my phone and the device and get it on the Wi-Fi and Uh everything. Nice. I can say something to my Google Home Mini and have it add something that later displays on my phone, like say to a calendar event or do a podcast. And start it in one place and continue it in another. That oh, kind of wow. thing. So okay. there's a lot of advantages to it.
1: Okay. So, my second question then is now you have both devices. You now have mm-hmm. the Google ecosystem and the Amazon ecosystem. Any direct comparison? One better than the other? they different? Will you get rid of one or the other? How do you feel about them? Well, I won't side get rid side. of
2: one or the other because, you know, they're devices and I use them in separate rooms and stuff like that. But if okay. I decided to turn my house into one or the other, I would probably go with the Google Home devices over Ooh, okay. the Amazon huh, devices. Okay. Number one, better speaker. Number two, easier integration with my phone. So, setup and things like that are a lot simpler. And it seems to have just as many or more interactions and compatibilities with different home devices, you know, like the controlling your lights and your door locks and TV and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, It seems to have a few more of those than the Amazon devices, or at least it's easier to find them and use them on this device, which I don't think Amazon has done a particularly good job of really educating us on what its device can do. I've
1: been wanting to kind of dip my toe into the Google Googleverse of of that kind of a device because (laughs) everything I have is in Google. Like if I make a reservation to go to see a movie, then when I get in my car and plug in my phone to my Android, it says, Would you like to go to this theater? Like it knows I bought the ticket. Right. It's so smart. And
2: so I always wondered if I got that kind of integration with my home assistant that might be worthwhile. I think so. I mean, not that I'm I'm not trying to knock the Amazon devices. They're good and they have a lot of good features and they work great with the little fire sticks if you use those, you know, or other devices. But I think Google just simply has more power than Amazon right now when it comes to integration and metrics and data and everything else. I just think they're a bigger company that way. It's getting a little Big Brother scary-ish. <laughs> you know, it I don't have anything to that. hide, so it doesn't matter to me. That trains left so, the station. Yeah,
1: for the convenience, you're sacrificing that privacy. Yeah.
0: Exactly. There's a new kind of Elvis excitement coming your way. And Elvis, you'll want to hear again and again, Love Letters. Love Letters straight from your heart. Elvis's new album, Love Letters. It starts with Elvis soft and low. And it moves like lightning into high gear.
2: Elvis. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for the Generation X game segment. Have I got a deal for you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's jump right in. Mo, tell us what you've been playing lately. So I've been playing a game that it's been in my wish list for a, kind of a long while now, and just and it dropped to a price I thought was pretty good. That is called What Remains of Edith Finch. Wow, oh. that's a unique title. Yeah, it won a whole bunch of awards and stuff, and it looked just yeah, like an interesting did. game. So I said, like, okay, am for? It was on. Sale normally it's like 24, and it was on sale for like 10. So I was like, okay, 10 bucks, sure, I'll pick it up. Man, it was such a good game. <laughs> you, you burned through it already. I burned Tore through it, it. Up. yeah. I burned through the whole thing because it's, it's basically a story driven game and it's really more it of a story than a game. I would say, I mean, it's a little gaming element, okay. through, but not really. I like that kind of stuff, yeah. It's basically it's a, a young woman who is returning to her childhood home after something yeah. happened there that she, her mom, like threw him in the car and they had to leave like really quickly. Ooh. But it's the house that they like, Family has lived in for generations, and so as she goes through the house, how the story kind of plays out is that she finds like the room of her uncle, yeah, and then it'll break into a story about the uncle, so you can see what happened to him, and you learn a little more about him and kind of his fate, and oh and yeah, yeah, which tells you more about the whole story of the house. I'm remembering
1: and- this as you talk about. It. I played this years ago. Oh, it's so George, you would dig this the most, George. You should I definitely. I was going to say,
2: I mean, this almost, it's bringing me back to that game Oxenfree a little bit, the way you're describing it. It's kind of similar. It's kind of similar. It's not
1: unlike that. I okay. played
2: this game when I was in
1: that, like, oh crap, no Oxen Free. What else can I play? And found this Edith Finch game. Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah. Well, you said it dropped to a good price. What did it drop down to? It was, it was $10, $9.99. Oh, oh cool. okay. Easy to wow. get your
1: Corey's out of that. Now, if you're coming into the show new and you don't know, just a quick refresher we have this system called the Corey system for games because we all have a great friend named Corey who we play cards with but he has this rule that he will not buy a game unless he believes he can get one hour per dollar he spent right. so whenever we get a game like this if it costs 10 bucks
0: the hope is to meet up to Corey's expectations is that he would have to get 10 hours out of it well i mean okay so speaking of Corey's, i mean i burned through the whole game in about four hours oh okay well maybe not But let me tell you, I think there's more to life than Corey's. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, I had, I mean, that four hours was just, it just flew by. You're going to give yourself an enjoyment multiplier then. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, it's cheaper than a movie. Oh, by far. Like we said four hours of enjoyment. I mean, I can't remember the last time I played a game that sucked me in where I just couldn't tear myself away from it.
2: Which is double a movie, unless you're talking about Avengers
0: Endgame. exactly, (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) He said George, you definitely would dig this game. It's it's I think so. in your yeah. wheelhouse because it's it's just and it's just an interesting story and and at the end it all just kind of comes together just so well. It's like so one the ten dollar
2: price is that through Steam or did you have to get it? Yeah, through, that was through Steam. Um, okay, I got. Right, I didn't know
0: if you had to go through somewhere else to get it. I'll go ahead
2: and
1: no, grab no, it. No, it, it. a Steam
0: sale. That's price. an easy buy, easy yeah. to pick up and play. Man, I going to want to go replay that now. So like I said I may get my quarries because you know you like said maybe in a year I'll go back and replay it because it was it was really that good. It's kind of heavy at the end too, like it leaves you a little oh, yeah. bit weepy i mean not yeah. me i'm a strong man but
1: someone <laughs> of the <Western laughs> constitution would of course be a little weepy at the end you
0: So just so, drop down so into no, a new when you
2: worried about that for, for a
0: second <laughs> so john i heard you got something uh something new to waste our time on well I, I mean new is relative i
1: would say this is not a new game by any stretch of the imagination i know that our fourth listeners enjoy that we recommend uh, mobile games that waste their, <laughs> uh, enjoy, their yeah, they're they're like hours it, away is enjoy yeah. the right word well, yeah, it's a, it's it's a type of enjoyment yeah so <laughs> several years ago, almost five years ago, there was this phone app game called Threes. Oh, like my God. Yeah. Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it came out like in 2013 or 2014, I think. It's by a little indie game developer called Servo. They won like the best of 2014 on like the Apple Game Store and the Android Play Store. It was an awesome game. Yeah, it really was. It quickly got ripped off by another game called 2048. That was a free game, but that was like full of ads and crap. The first thing I'll say about Threes, top and foremost, it meets this criteria for me that it's a paid game. I think it's like mm-hmm. three or four bucks even, which yeah, is fine by expensive. me. Yeah, I mean, it's more than 99 cents. People are used to free now. But what you get out of that four or five bucks, whatever it costs, is a completely polished, self-contained game with zero ads, zero nags, zero kind of interfering, or do you want to buy gems or crap like that. But Threes itself is drop dead simple to play, but to but play really, it hard to do master. well, it's it's like chess, and it's like single-player chess. It's just a matter of matching up. You, you have these tiles that are red or blue, and you combine them, and they make a three. Then you combine the threes, and they make sixes, and the sixes make twelves. You keep doubling up, and the level of just like when you move things, and they kind of they slide just perfectly. There's a little bit of bounce to them, like they're kind of on rubber bands. Each of the tiles has a character, and I'd forgotten how good this game was. Now, you've both already played this before, right? Right? Oh, I definitely played it. Yeah,
2: a couple of years ago, like two, three years ago, my wife started playing it. And so she showed it to me and then I started playing it. It was a fun game. I played it for probably six months or so. Now, when's the last time you played it? Uh, About two or three years ago. I think I quit playing it right after I saw the article where the guy completed the game. Oh,
1: really? Completed
2: the game? I didn't even complete the game. I have no idea. I I didn't either. Well, I never got close enough to know.
1: (laughs) Well, I picked it up again because uh, one of the other great benefits, Mo, of having an Android is that you can do this (laughs) thing called Google Rewards where they just periodically give you a survey And they'll just give you anywhere from like, you know, a nickel to a dollar just for filling out survey for gathering metadata. And I had money stacked up and I was going, what do I want to look? And threes came up in my search of like popular games. So I picked it up again. I bought it in Android. I think I owned it in iOS back then and now I have it inside of my new phone. And it's still as good, but maybe better. They've added polish to it that I don't remember being there. They added a dark mode so you could play it when you're in bed and waiting until you fall asleep. They have that. (laughs) Just the way that kind of the tiles move around and I want to say like they've upped the resolution of everything. It's the way we enjoy the polish of games. 3's kind of already had it. And if you haven't looked at it in a while, same gameplay mechanics, but even more like you feel like you are playing a super polished high dollar game for three or four bucks. And man, I've I've more than got my money back out of it because it's the thing I constantly play now. So you should check out 3's by uh, Servo if you haven't looked at it in a while. Cool. Very cool.
2: Alright, so George, what are you looking at though? What have you been playing? Well, I decided to go ahead and get my first 30 minutes out of the way between now <laughs> and October minutes? of Life is Strange <laughs> oh, yeah. season two episode number three it just dropped about a week ago at this point all right so before you talk about it, let's go around and see what our play status is you've played about 30 minutes of it I've played
0: about 30 Mo, minutes. what have you done of uh, this is like episode three yeah uh-huh. episode three uh, played I barely it? touched it
1: you have okay I have not touched it yet although today my daughter was again saying we need to get together and play episode three so <laughs> be careful spoiling me but I'm eager to find out how
2: it's going so George, how are you doing? There's not a ton of spoilers to be had yet. Like I said, I've only played it for 30 minutes. I do want to point right. out episode one, you know, you just start playing the game and everything's great. Episode two, you remember the main brother, the character that you play, the older brother, he started telling the story of what happened, at least for your gameplay in episode yes. one. And it was accompanied by his sketch drawings, right? Oh, right. Yeah, that was the part. yeah. So I don't want you to start playing episode three and think, wait a minute, this is episode two all over again. Cause it's that, exact same intro okay the way it gets into the story again it, but not just the way it gets into the story it's the exact same intro oh okay so <laughs> were, were, were you confused i was because i was like wait <laughs> a minute i've already watched this before why am i seeing this again and i thought maybe i had started loading the wrong episode or something like i start, i oh, thought geez. i loaded episode two again <laughs> But I hadn't. It was episode three. It just gets to the point where episode two picked up. Then that intro continues. Oh, I thought maybe like Max Caulfield rewound time on you and you no. went back to episode two again. <laughs> oh, okay. No, so it just, it's it's a longer intro now because now you're introing. Uh, you're talking uh, about what it. stuff happened in episode one and in episode two. So it's a double recap. Yeah, a double recap, essentially. They've gotten off the train. If you remember at the end of right. episode yep. two, yeah. they jumped on the train. Well, at the start of episode three, they're already off the train. Oh, okay. OK. And you definitely need to go read your diary before you start playing because oh, your diary oh, updates. has like that's right. three months worth of new history data. that's oh, happened yeah, okay. that, that you sense.
1: never get to play. We talk about Life is Strange on this show a lot, and it may seem like an inordinate amount,
2: but it's justified. <laughs> well, it is. It's probably my favorite game going in the last, I don't know, five years or more. I know we have listeners who just go, I
1: just listen to the game session to hear you guys talk, but I don't I don't play games. If you read, if you watch movies, if you enjoy any of that other kind of content we talk about, you should find a way to go and play. Start with the first Life is Strange. Mm-hmm. Even. There's yeah, so much to be begin. Yeah, and you get it. Like you
2: get it dirt cheap now too. Yeah, for a song you can play it for free on Android. Really? Yeah. Well, the first Life is episode, strange. probably right. No, I think it's the whole game. I think the first Life get is Strange. Out. The really? whole thing
1: is on Android. Wow! Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. It's well worth your time, even if you don't think you're a game player. You know, this is not playing Madden. This is not, you know, (laughs) Grand Theft Auto. This is a long form kind of story that you happen to walk through and learn about characters. And it's it's the thing we all
2: enjoy about all other kinds of media. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, we talked about recently, we talked about the choose your own adventure books from when we were kids. It's that same kind of of feeling, you know, you, you get to choose your path by making these decisions. They all have weight. They all have consequences. And they have consequences in such beautiful ways as well. It's not always obvious when you make a choice how it's going to affect your game later on. But I think that's the beauty of the Life is Strange franchise, that they have found a way to include these decision points in the further parts of the narrative. And it keeps you guessing as to what... you know, sometimes you play games that ask you to make decisions, and it's so obvious what the decision is going to affect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go in line with this faction or this faction. Yeah. yeah.
2: Life is Strange is
1: definitely the opposite of that. There's a more shades of gray aspect to it. So it ends up you just make your best guess
2: based on what your gut feeling is. Exactly. Yep. And that's the best way to play a game.
1: I think so. Nice. I'm looking forward to it, man. <laughs> Pictures presents Let's
0: Scare Jessica to Death why have you been following me i'm in your butt you want to die you want to die let's scare jessica to death the screen has captured cold deadly horror before but this time it's all turned loose in your direction (laughs)
1: Before we wrap up, we do like to put out a little bait that will feed our show at the end of the year for what we've been looking forward to and didn't follow up on. So let's
0: add to that. Mo, what are you looking forward to between this episode and the next time we get together for the next show? Okay. I can tell you right now that there is no way I'm not talking about this next time. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's true. Yep. Because I am so jazzed for the new Godzilla King of Monsters movie that comes oh, out May Oh, yeah. That thing looks first. good. Yeah, yeah. It does look and good. It's hitting every childhood button i ever had for giant monster <laughs> movies just from the previews because number yeah. 1 it's not just Godzilla right now it's yeah. all three of those. it's got rodan and so it got, got mothra yeah. it's got oh my god he uh, said every time the preview comes on from myth the theater with my daughter she gets totally embarrassed cuz i <laughs> like, you i'm like <laughs> cuz you're going I'm like yeah. you're squealing <laughs> you know tough <laughs> yeah you know, i'm like just deal <laughs> so yeah i handle it <laughs> and i generally stay away from reviews you know before i see a movie especially yeah. these big blockbusters cuz you know the review i mean how much they really tell you except the ones I've the couple that I've just sort of cursory seen have all been like talking about how good this movie is so now oh, that's get, That's encouraging yeah
1: oh now you're scared that it won't now be I'm
0: as scared. good as I think it is <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, raising no. my level of expectations up and I'm like oh crap because uh, I think somebody said this is the movie that they hoped the last Godzilla movie would have been right oh. the uh, Matthew Broderick one from like yeah, the one where they were in the stadium no or no, right? no not Matthew Broderick's so one after that
1: oh no there's another one since then that's right oh, had Heisenberg was, in
0: it, where the monster is going towards San Francisco and Godzilla is like the alpha monster going to kill it. Well there you go. I totally forgot about yeah. that one. That's how memorable it was. Yeah. I <laughs> said it wasn't like an awful movie, but I mean the thing that pissed me off about yeah. that movie though was yeah. just that like whenever the fighting got good, they switched to like a different scene. I was like, "What the Yes, yeah, Let the monsters fight, for God's sake. Godzilla's about yeah. to freaking tear down that building. What the hell are you doing? I don't care that the people are running into the shelter. They're
1: saving on the effects budget. So yeah, that's exactly. what it was, exactly right. Oh, yeah. I really want to see this one with
0: you, Mo, because I just oh, yeah. want to hear
1: you giggling for
0: two hours. I, <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> no, be, I admit it. Exciting. I'm giggling. So I'm really looking forward to that one. So how about you, John? What do you got on the plate? You know, the best thing about
1: Godzilla is that it's, it's setting things up for the Godzilla versus King Kong movie mm-hmm. coming up after that. And we know King Kong's going to win, so that's the best part. Wow. Yep. And <laughs> Throwing down throw the it down fur. It's okay, Mo. Right? You're
0: right. Well, this is an American movie. That's right.
1: So what I'm looking forward to between now and the next time actually comes out the day after this podcast comes out. And that is a new film that I only barely have heard of, but I'm really excited for called bird
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Hmm. I don't know that one. No, no you don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> let, surprised. let me set
1: the stage from basically what I've picked up from the trailers. And I'm, I'm reading nothing else because the trailers yeah. that I've seen tell me just enough to go, I I want to see that shit. Yeah. Take the Superman origin story, right? Alien baby crashes. People Super find powers. him, decide to keep him. He has superpowers. All okay. that up to there is Superman, right? Right. What if that baby was Damien? Oh, so he's not a good so boy. Superman omen. He's a killer. He was not like a demon. He's right, not like a devil. He's just a like killer. an
0: adolescent kid,
1: a baby who has superpowers, superpowers and it just loves to kill. He yep. just loves to kill. Wow. Okay. loves to kill so it's essentially it's that it's the Superman story if he was Damien Olman basically I guess.
0: yeah yeah pretty huh. much
1: so it's kind of a horror movie kind of a supernatural movie kind of a superhero-ish movie might be um, interesting from what I've seen it might be garbage I don't care I'm really looking forward to it because <laughs> the trailers look great two that I've seen oh yeah I've now cut myself off entirely I'm gonna go see it but it comes out the day after it
0: releases on like Friday and uh, yeah so I'm down with that the scene where he's like in the previews you'll see this so she's So he's like chasing after like the lunch lady or something at the school yes and yep. she's inside like a a meat locker, right? Yep. And also, you just see these like this huge dents appear in the door. Yeah, yeah, because he's
1: just smashing the door, he's just yeah. smashing it. Because he's basically super baby.
0: Well, he's, not, he's like a, He's like I don't know. It looks like he's
1: seven or eight or something. Yeah, by he's the time. like an adolescent. Yeah, I think. Right. I'm yep. like, oh man,
0: this looks like a good movie.
1: It might be garbage, but I'm there. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not sure how they're going to stop him. Yeah, I don't know. They'll, they'll bring in Lex Luther, baby, or something. Right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <he's> <laughs> <for this. laughs> something that's liable to not be garbage though is something you're looking forward to, George. Yes, sir. June fifth.
2: Black Mirror Season 5. That's all we need to so say. Take my money. Yeah. Yep.
0: Oh, I didn't know a new season was coming out already. That's awesome. Yeah. Right around the corner. Totally cow. We
2: just got finished uh, watching Bandersnatch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was all anticipation. It was kind of a bridge between season four and five time-wise, not storyline-wise, because obviously it's going to be several different episodes with different stories. Mm-hmm. been a huge fan of Black Mirror ever since it began. It's kind of what I use to compare all these other shows that have come out of the same ilk since then. So like that Room 241 or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. <laughs> Room oh, 104. Three. 104, yeah, whatever. 104, yeah. Uh,
1: You know, I've even been comparing the new Twilight Zone to Black Mirror. Exactly. Yeah.
2: It's a ruler you have to measure up to now. I think Black Mirror kind of sets the bar every single season they have at least five great episodes and maybe yep. a couple of okay episodes and never it, garbage there's nothing garbage no it's all yeah. good so i'm definitely looking forward to this. june 5th black mirror season five that's where my dial is going to be set to oh.
1: it sounds like we just lined up the media segment of the show for the next episode <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I <think we> did. <laughs> <laughs> it's locked and loaded
2: Only one man could destroy a Caribbean island. Only one man would drive a car with an ejection seat. Only one man can turn off an atomic bomb, blow up a volcano, hold a helicopter in a suitcase, a rocket on his back, artillery in one hand, and a beautiful woman in the other. Only one man.
0: Who are you? My name is Bond, James Bond.
1: You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show. So hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. That will wrap it up for another episode of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. I appreciate you joining us. Before we leave, I must take a moment to give my greatest appreciation and admiration for all the folks who support us over on Patreon. I'm talking about you, Will, and Thomas, and Slowmo and Jessica, and Dana, and T2 and Steen, and Agile, and Corey, and Marcus, and Stubaka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of you guys. Wow. What an amazing group of human beings. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks so much for that. Every one of these folks takes a couple of bucks every month and contributes to us, supports us financially, believes in what we do helps keep the lights on means we can keep doing what we do here on the podcast and the YouTube and our website and all you have to do to join them is head over to patreon.com slash gen up and you can uh, play along at home if you would and if you join <laughs> one of the cool things we offer is, is some outtakes from these very podcasts. So if you enjoy these shows, I sometimes take not the bloopers necessarily, but stuff that we ramble on too long or we go off on a tangent. Yeah. Rather than throwing that stuff away, I've been excerpting it and putting it up as bonus material behind the Patreon kind of membership wall. So if you want to hear extra, you want to hear more from the podcast, the stuff that we talk about, you'll get that over on that site. Yeah, and we go over a lot of tangents. Yeah, we do. Yeah, Yeah, we, yeah, we do. We've been yeah. recording this episode for seven hours now. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) There'll be tons of bonus material. (laughs) So we thank them so much. Appreciate you each and every one. We will be back in two weeks, as always, with a regular episode of our show. But next week, with a backtrack, we pick a single nostalgic topic and dig in deep. Mo, tell the fine people what we're talking about next week. <laughs> does
2: okay. this count as a nostalgic topic, though? Really? Yes, does. I, yes. You'll see.
0: Yeah. But nostalgia
2: <laughs> imbues, like, happiness yeah. or yeah. warm feelings. I'm not saying I have that for this system.
0: No, it'd be something. it will be good. Trust me. So we'll <laughs> be talking. Topic. I know. We're going to be talking about. Brace yourself. Ready. The Dewey Decimal System. Ooh! Ooh. Wow! Now, for all the listeners out there that are like already shut their brains down when they heard that, give it a shot. You're going to be surprised.
1: Feeling it's going to be more interesting than you think. You're going to be surprised. The Dewey Decimal System. That's next
2: week. I'll be
1: surprised along with our (laughs) listeners. (laughs) until then I am John George thank you for being here yes sir Mo always appreciate you oh man always fun and fourth listener you know we appreciate you most of all and we will talk to you next time bye bye see you guys take care everybody no life no fun don't you know that Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. We're also an affiliate of the Geeks Worldwide Radio Network. You can check them out at the gww.com. To episode 47 of the Gen Gen X Grown grown Up Podcast. I am joined. I am. Wow. Who am I? You're joined. (laughs) Well, that word's coming. That's coming. (laughs) So the fourth listener takes a
2: chance. Or takes time to write in. They take a chance. It's a risk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a real. Like we don't know what they're gonna do take, with this email. Take the they opportunity might steal to write my in.
1: identity or something. Sure, it's a major risk. Hello and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book.